Isaiah will guide you. He will be back there. He's marching his way back there now in case you get lost. I know it's a long journey from your seat to the bathroom. Never fear. Isaiah <laughs> is back there. Uh, he will guide you. Uh, if you can, please check your cell phones. Silence the cell phones. Do me a solid. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I really appreciate it. That notice a lot of people went straight for the cell phone to check. Thank you. Usually people are not. Uh, they're a little bit overly confident that their cell phone is on silent. I beg to differ. It's usually not on silent. Anyways, uh, if anybody that's more in the back wants to fill up these front seats, uh, I can see you back there. Jesse can see you back there. He's going to call on you anyways. Uh, sitting in the back does not help at all. Um, and also, um, it, everyone's following the rules here, but please no food or drink in here um, before, during, or after. Anyhow, um, that's all for me. Thank you for coming. Happy Sunday. Here's Jesse. Thank you. Chris looked different with his beard, huh? <laughs> he looked like Wolfman. See <laughs> what? Oh yeah, amazing. It's warming up out there. Oh, we're freezing this morning. Oh, doing like this. <laughs> Is, is warmer here? Oh, yeah, than where I live. Where you, where you live? Up there, um, up there. By the snow? No, like up there. Oh, but it's colder over there. Uh, <laughs> you live near the beach? No. Well, like, no. Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line and uh, hate will give me your give me your questions or comments. All right. I do appreciate it. Good morning, y'all. Hi, y'all. All is well. That's right. So did you go and deal with your Oh, your mother was here last weekend, right? What did she think about the meeting? Um, she struggled, I think, with the end of the message. Uh, when you were talking to the woman who was sitting over here, um, and you said that, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to remember, the woman is wicked and oh. that the reason you're, the children hate the father is because of the mother. Yeah. She didn't like that. Yeah, that the <laughs> anger come through the woman? Yeah. She didn't like that? No, she had a really hard time with that. Really? Yeah, and she called me. Because she doesn't live here. She was visiting. So she called me the next day. And she was also struggled with the all thoughts are all lies all the time. And she brought up Philippians 4, 8, which is like, think on, uh, or whatever you think on, think on things that are pure and of, you know, good report or whatever. So she was trying to argue with me about how <laughs> not all thoughts are not all lies all the time because of that scripture. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. And how did you deal with, why did she raise her hand while she was here? I think 
she doesn't like confrontation, so oh. she didn't want to be put on the spot, maybe. I can't speak for her. I don't know. Right. And how did you deal with it? You know, I just tried to talk her through it and, and understand what her issue was and why she was responding with um, frustration, I suppose, um, and just allowing her the space to talk about it. Um, but, I mean, you know, she's been a Christian for like 37 years or something like Amazing. that. So I don't think she's ever heard a message in this way. And so yeah. naturally the ego, you know, responds. And uh, my parents have a, you know, they've had a difficult relationship. And so I think that she feels responsible for things, you know, that necessarily wasn't her fault. Um, yeah. She lives in the past. She hasn't forgiven yeah. herself or my father. <sighs> so... Amazing. Yeah. And did you forgive her? I've forgiven her, yes. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. okay. I also uh, called my dad and, and forgave him, too, this week. Oh, oh so. nice. Yeah. How did that go? It was really great. Yeah? Yeah, he he was really kind, and he was happy. Nice. Yeah. Were you expecting another type of reaction? Um, I think in the past I may have made up, you know, how he would respond. Um, but what I realized was from last week, actually, is that I had adopted my mom's opinion of my dad, and I yeah. hadn't, and I didn't really have that opinion, but I had kind of just went in line with it, and I, um, and that's not how I feel about him, so I just wanted to, you know, and I told him that, so that's, it was great. Nice. Yeah. That's amazing. Are you yeah. doing the silent prayer? I am. Stay with it, stay with it, stay okay, with it. I will. You haven't seen anything yet. Okay. It gets better. I'm excited. Amazing. Thank Good. you. <laughs> Any question or anything? No, not oh, right okay. now. Nice. I was uh, thinking about how so many police officers are being killed. It is mind-blowing to see so many police being shot. They had two in New York this weekend that were shot, allegedly killed by some guy, right? And they were they worked together, they were partners together, and they both died. And I'm like, this is so amazing that in America that we are having this happen to police officers. It's like things are going out of control. And it, it's, it's, it's crazy to see it. I've never seen so many police officers be killed before. And it just, nobody really cared anymore. It doesn't even, it's almost like drinking water. It's like the mind and body get used to it, and it does, it's not shocking anymore in the way it used to be. And so, and speaking of confrontation, I, you know, I was talking on my show this week that white Americans have given up the country. They're like, lay the weapon down, the voice of speaking up, right? And they're just giving up the country. And to me, that's mind-blowing. How do you just give up? It reminds me of homeless people, drug addicts. They just give up and live on the street. I can't even imagine. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but I can't imagine giving up on myself. You know what I mean? Give it, what happens when you give up on yourself, your own life? It's over. And we were not made or built to give up on ourselves. We were not made for that, to give up. So I want to encourage you, don't give up. 
uh, God is with you. God is with us. So do not give up. No matter how rough it seems, it's really not that bad. It just seems bad. Uh, we can't give up. We can't give up on America. There's nowhere else to go. Well, there's one other place to go. Where's the name of that place where Tuckers interviewed that guy? Hungry. Hungry. I think it's the last place on earth. Where's that? It's over there, too. What? Hungry and Poland are both kind of near. It's in the east oh, Hungary and Poland. Oh, cool. Keeping their foot down. We, we want to keep our country how it has been. Yeah. Keep it how it has been. Yeah. What a, what a destructive message. <laughs> Hungary and Poland. But you can't give up. Do y'all ever feel like giving up on yourself? No. Anybody ever feel that way? When I was a teenager, yeah. Were you a t- uh, right here, Nick. When you were a teenager, you felt like yeah. giving up on yourself? Yeah, but, you know, at that age, you're not fully matured yet. But right. I'm over it now, so, yeah. Do you remember what that felt like? Uh, I remember any little thing would bring me down. But, you know, again, I was young, so right. I, didn't, I didn't really know much about life. Of I didn't, course. So, but now I'm an adult now, so it's, right I, I don't let little, the little things get to me. So, yeah. Good, so It's part of maturing, right? I mean, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Don't give up on yourself. Nobody, people don't care about you anyway. Right? Nobody cares about anybody. It's all fake. It's really all fake. And so if you give up on yourself, they'll see you out on the street and kick you to the curb. They really will. They're not going to, because there's nothing they can do about it anyway. And it's not someone else's responsibility to take care of you. It's totally on you, the individual. And that's why you got to come back to being individuals. Because you're not going to make it relying on anything but God within you and yourself. And it's an amazing thing to live that way. It's an amazing. Um, how many of you still have anger? Thank you for your honesty. So nobody else has anger, right? Just one Christian. <laughs> you have anger? Sometimes. Yeah. Why are you holding, and then I'll come to you, both of you. Why are you holding on to the anger? Well, I don't want to hold on to it. Right, um, that's what I'm asking, why? Uh, why? You're holding on to something that you don't even want. Right. Would you hold on to a man if you didn't want him? <laughs> no. So why but, not let the anger go in the same way? Well, all of ourselves, we can't do it, right? I mean, I pray and I and I hope to get rid of it someday. But I feel like one example that really uh, made me see it was like this last week and my daughter and I were at the grocery store. And at this grocery store, I know they don't ask for you to wear masks, you right. know, so I didn't wear mine. And this lady walked by, and she just went into complete, like, devil mode. I mean, it was... She yelled at you? Yeah. I mean, calling me B word, C word. I mean, just non, like, insane. And I was in... I didn't insult her or anything, but I just told her, like, you should be ashamed of yourself. And she just went on, and she started talking to my daughter, how she should be ashamed that I'm her mom, and all this stuff. You know, just (laughs) crazy. And and it made me see myself there that I did feel anger, but I didn't 
overreact how I maybe would have no. before. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to. And so how did that end? That conversation. Nothing. I just told her she's evil and she needs to back off. And <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And then she went and found somebody and wanted to tell them that I'm not wearing a mask. And the guy came over and gave me a mask. And I was like, no, I'm not wearing it because he, nice. he had earlier, he had approached me if I was, needed any help. And he saw that I wasn't wearing one and he didn't say anything. But now because that lady went to go and yeah. he goes, yeah, you don't have to. And right like, okay. on. Um, and what did you learn about yourself? You, you realize you didn't react, overreact to her? Yeah, I mean, I didn't insult her. I didn't, you know, I just told her, like, she's crazy and she's evil. And But I but I did see and feel that I did get angry, Yeah, you know. Um, and I kind of explained to my daughter, like, how we talk about words and how those words, like, you know, make you feel angry when they're just words. Yeah, you they're know? just words. Yeah, and so... But I was, I did, it was a moment where I did really see myself and go, wow, I do, I did feel angry, but I didn't overreact to it. Did you feel like calling her to be word? I felt like smacking her, really. <laughs> um, but, but I, I was surprised that I didn't even call her any, like, bad word. You know, I mean, she was just going off. I mean, crazy. It's amazing to me that, uh, in America today, if you don't take medication, first of all, they want to know, did you take it? That ain't your business if I took medication. <laughs> who asked somebody that? <laughs> you know, who asked, oh, did you take the medication, the shot, right? That's not even normal to even ask a person that. And then there are so many weak people that they respond, no, I didn't take it. Or yes, I did take it. Because they're afraid to say, that's not your business. When do you, oh, I went to the doctor today and I took medication. That's not even normal, but it's happening everywhere. They feel obligated to ask you and you feel obligated to say no or yes without even thinking about it. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing, really. Just think about that. It's like I see you walking down the road. I'm like, did you take the shot? (laughs) (laughs) Did you take the shot? You say no. Uh, and they curse you out. That's amazing. I don't know. I just was like, it's, it's crazy. All I can say is like, and I'm saying like, wow, it truly is an evil spirit. Like she yeah. was just, you know, just because I'm not worried. I said, if yours works, then why are you worried about me? You know? <laughs> That's like, right. We're two. I don't know. We're more. I don't know. But... <laughs> I rarely get them crazy. yelling at me now, but when they do yell at me, I say to them, don't you know you're not supposed to talk to a man like that? What? What you doing? You're not supposed to talk to a man that way. And that made them matter, especially the women. But that's good. Stand up for yourself. Are you st- you're doing the silent prayer morning yes. and night? Okay. Morning and night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you like living in jail? Absolutely not. <laughs> and when will you release yourself from jail? Well, I mean, like you say, we can't do it ourselves, right? I mean, I, I as long as I, when I can see it, like that moment when that happened, yeah, I was able to see what, like, it was a good way of seeing myself. Yes. Right? Absolutely. But sometimes when you fall out of that, 
it's kind of like some like sometimes say I overreact to my daughter then like a minute later I'm like ah oh, I I overreacted you oh, know okay. um but within that moment I don't I'm not able to catch myself all the time I mean it's going away and I truly believe that the the prayer yes. is what has really helped me but next time you overreact don't even go ah oh, I overreacted just notice it. Let the light shine on it, and it would destroy it. Yeah. Don't have any conversation with it at all, because that's what Satan wants. He needs a conversation. Right. Don't give him that pleasure. All right? Okay. Nice. Why don't you let your anger go? Mine? Yeah. Oh, hold on a minute. Uh, I think I... Um I hadn't struggled with my anger for a long time. Recently, in the new year, I, I feel more than it being like my like my wrath or a struggle with that. It's like my expectation intersecting with like what I perceive as my responsibility as a man, um, whether it's with my family or my friends, uh, or even like a situation like that out in public. Uh, I've committed to like no longer doing any of the the mask stuff anywhere. I'm just not going to do it. And I'm not going to be rude. But when people come at me with putting their hands on me when they shouldn't or getting, um, getting in my face or being, you know, just directly rude and throwing that kind of like wrath at me because they see me calm and not yeah. complying, yeah. I, have to, I have to remain peaceful and calm. And I've just relegated to trying. I don't, I don't want to lie my way around doing it, which I've done in the past. I'll, I'll drop a little... I'll drop a little like seed in the mind of like, oh, you know, I'll say like, I'm not because of this or that, or I'm not because of this or that. And now I'm just saying, I appreciate you. I understand why you want me to do this, but I'm not going to do it. And I see it all around where I don't want to be, I don't want to play in to this game where similar how we talk about a man that won't speak honestly to his woman about with fear of maybe like retribution of anything, losing something. Right. I'm not, I get that in society sometimes, but it's just like I see my responsibility as a man to just stand up and say, like, no, I'm not doing that. But I don't want to judge. Right. I don't want to judge my friends when they make excuses about coming to fellowship or when they tell me all the time, oh, that sounds great. I want to go and tell me next time. And I say, no expectations. Here's where we're going to be. And excuse, so excuse. How do, you, how do you know you still have anger? Because I feel that I feel that at times. I allow the conversation to happen. Um, I watch people in society do stuff like that. I watched a family member this week. My mother got a surgery this week, and we were all, me and my sisters were teaming up to just help her get through the first few days. And uh, my youngest sister couldn't do a couple hours without it having to go on the Instagram and go on the social media of like, look at me, look at me, look what I'm doing. (laughs) And I don't want to judge. I don't want to even say that much. But I allowed it to invade, and I kept trying to, Tell myself this, you know, you don't need to judge. You don't need to judge. But I also want to find a way to convey the message of like, you're lost. You're not. You're not even yourself. You're doing so much extra stuff right. to prove to yourself you're good. But I see you. You're good. Just be good and, and be free of all this extra stuff. And so, if someone yelled at you about the mask, you would say, "I, I, I, I know how you fear. I'm sorry. I understand. I appreciate you, you. I tell them. I appreciate what you're trying to do. I understand. Why would you even coming. say that? Well, let's say it's because I don't want to. I don't want to be upset. If someone came to me yesterday, they came up to me and said, well, "I had gone through the whole store. I got a couple things that I needed. I knew that it was coming. 
Maybe I, maybe I put it in my own head, which we talked about last week. Sir, you need this. And I said, thank you. I'm okay. Well, you can't unless you do this. I say, I understand. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it, but I appreciate that you're concerned for yourself. I'm going to just, I'm happy with what I'm doing. Well, I, what made you be so polite with someone cause telling if I a grown man if he needs to put a mask on? And you're a grown man. I understand. My thing is if I get, if, I, if they want to get confrontational, I'm very, I have no fear Why of not just ignore him? I guess I could try that. There's no reason not to try is that. It's hard to just ignore him. Act like you don't even hear it. I do that first when someone physic once someone physically puts their hand on me or gets right in my face. But that's a different story. When yeah, well, that's where it gets involved. That's where you. I start speaking, and I try to say, "I appreciate what you're trying to do, but please let me have my space. So I'm not going to do it." Have you had somebody alone. touch you to multiple times about the mask? Oh yeah. And you took him down? No. I'm not going to get physically violent unless it's absolutely the only option. I just, I ask for my space. I tell them respectfully, but, I'm not going to do it. Just please leave me alone. I don't give them a reason or excuse. I just say, I'm not going to do it. Well, you have to. Well, I'm not going to. So you can call the police. You do whatever you got to do. That's too much conversation, man. Isn't that like too, or am I seeing it wrong? It may be. I've been, I I've, may be seeing it wrong. I know you may be right. I'm black. You know how black people I'm open, I'm open to being, I'm open to saying I'm wrong. We ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> So you being white polite? I, I am, but I'm also that's the other thing. You know, I don't I don't see myself as a. I can't see myself being that polite with that. It's like making me mad right now. I understand. Now Sometimes it's like when the guy took the guy at the market who the security guard. I was at a little like uh, kind of like Mexican like small little bodega where I get food for my dogs. I get like from the butcher. And uh, the same security guard always gets really, really rude with me. Sir, 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 sir. Follows me around the store and then grabs me. And he's in all the tactical stuff. And I turned around the last time, that was three days ago, and I said, don't touch me. Yeah. You don't get to touch me? That's right. Don't tell me what to do. Don't touch me. And he said, you need a mask. And I said, no, I don't. You do this every time. Don't touch me. Every yeah. time they ring me up, every time you try to do this, don't do it. And when I left, he was talking about it in Spanish. And I can... I can understand Spanish, you know, half my family is Spanish, and I told him, Me too, Cece, I understand, yeah. And I told him when I was walking to the car, I said, you don't need to keep talking about it, it's already over. I'm already going. I'm not talking about you. I was like, I know you're talking about me. Let it go. Let it go. And that's how, don't that's how we trick the Mexicans now. We speak Spanish, <laughs> and they don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> and so when they say bad things about you, they don't know you can understand. I just, nice. My frustration is the people who keep making it a big, big deal, make the people who don't want to be confrontational just go along with it. And my, my goal, at least for this year and moving on, is like, I'm going to be, I don't even blame them. They, they only have heard one message for the last almost two years. Yeah. My job as a man is to convey visually, uh, verbally, the, the counter message. I'm not going to do it. You don't have to either. When I go to the gym, I take my mask off. And I know, but don't be so nice though. Uh, maybe. Excuse I, me, man. I understand how you feel. My rap gets better of me if I don't. I get, I'll what? get mad quick if I don't. Really? I, I, See, that's why you got to overcome the anger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know it's there. Yeah. I'm aware okay. of it. Are I you can, doing the silent prayer? I started this morning. Funny enough, I, I pulled my he, morning. Well, he did this morning because I knew we were going to church. I, I, uh, no, I, I, pulled, I pulled a daily Bible verse randomly, and today it was, I think, John eighteen fifteen, or maybe I have that inverted. And it's about the thing you, you talked about, about like, you know how God wants us to make a, like a, uh, I don't know the words. They want that 
cable. They want that connection. He wants you to make yeah. a commitment to having that, to, to stay in prayer Absolutely. consistently. And I haven't done it yet because I'm, I'll, if I fall off, I'll, I'll start getting into the next thing of blaming myself. And so this morning when I read that, I thought, man, what are the chances? I'm, I'm seeing all these things come together. Like when I went back to my Bible, I see all these things come together. Yeah. Like last weekend, I, your whole sermon was, I had a five-hour conversation with a non-believer friend of mine up until 3 a.m. talking Ooh. about living in the present. And you said something that I felt like you pulled it right out of what I was saying the night before, right out of my head. And I thought, wow, what are the chances? I'm hearing this now. Maybe I wouldn't even be able to connect it if I wasn't yeah. in that space. So I, I started this morning. I'm going to keep going. Um, right on. Stay with it, man. I appreciate that, man. I will. Do you like living in prison? No, no, I don't. I don't. You know you're in prison, right? Oh, I'm aware. Yeah. I see it. I'm self-aware of what's going on. It's just How I'm old doing are you? Best. I'm 33. I'm like 34. You've April. been in prison for 33 years. I've been, yeah, That's long a time. long time to be oh, an yeah, inmate. Oh, yeah, man. It's a long time. Okay. All right. Let me go to her. And so you still have anger. Yes, I do. And why are you holding on to it? I, I really don't know. I really don't. I don't, I don't know. And you, you want to overcome it? Yes. What is it like living in prison for you? I I haven't thought of it that, that way. You haven't? Mm-mm. I don't oh. feel like I live in prison, but I know what you mean. What do I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do you mean live in prison, actually? You say you know what I mean. I know, but... What the... <laughs> You know how I get. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) So you haven't thought about it, but yet you know what I mean. No, I I was kidding. Uh, About knowing what I mean? No, I I don't know what you mean. Oh, okay. I'll tell you in a minute. Thank you. Okay, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. It's a fair question, too. Yeah. Uh, Who have fear, doubt, or worry, or anything, sir? No one has it? Well, we could collect the money and go home. <laughs> Everybody here is free already. Absolutely. I, can't. I definitely have it, but I'm already going off. Yeah, well, if you have anger, you can't help but have yeah, fear. I got, I got all those. You got all those? Yeah, that's right. It comes with anger. It all comes together. It's a package yeah. deal. When, I'm, when yeah. I'm without, when I can doubt all my thoughts and I really like apply I can get with I get away from it but it always tries to come creeping back that's probably where the silent prayer comes in I don't yeah, know yeah absolutely I, I can't sit here and not admit it I mean I know I get why everyone don't admit it we all probably believe it but everyone's early morning maybe we're all too shy to put our hands up but I definitely know I, I got them all right I can on. act like I don't I know I do right on I gotta man. keep going well, we'll get you free today I'm, I'm ready do you have anger or fear or anything No. None at all? Not anymore. Not anymore? Uh-uh. When did you get overcome it? I never really had a lot of anger. You had a little bit? I had a little bit. How do you measure it? Oh, probably with how long I want to stay in prison. So what now? How long I want to stay in prison. You're not in prison anymore? No. You're a free man? Yep. Meaning what? How do I you don't know? let what other people do affect me. I'm sorry? I do not let what other people do affect me. And how about what you do? Does that affect you? Nope. No, so you're free of all stuff. Yeah. No anger, no doubt, no nothing. Nope. And tell the folks how you became free. I let it all go. Nothing matters to me anymore. Uh, okay. Because you've said it before, people are like, oh, we don't want to keep our stuff. 
I just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. What do you think about white men? And not all, not all, not all, but just laying down and just saying, okay, walk over me. I don't really understand that. You notice this happening? Yeah. And when you see it, what do you think? I think they're probably thinking it's too much effort and they just want to be lazy. It's too much effort too to much speak effort up? Too much effort to stand up. What do you mean? Well, it <laughs> depends on what, well, that's a good question. Do they want to go to the meetings and city councils? Do they want to stand up and voice oh, their see. opinion? Do they want to do something else with their time? Or do they like their stuff? They're like, oh, I'd rather stay home and work on my hobby car instead of be involved in the community, something, something like that. Oh, okay. We're, we're all so very wealthy. interesting to me, man. Yeah. It all, it's so mind-blowing that people won't stand up for themselves. They won't deal with life. And I never thought I would see that so blatant as it is today in America. And things are going to get worse before they get better. This is why you've got to overcome this anger. Because if you don't, you will be destroyed. Anyone who has anger will be destroyed. Even if it doesn't happen from the outside, it's going to happen from the inside. Anyone that has anger, you might as well buy your casket, pick out a burial plot, leave your insurance paper in the drawer next to the silverware, because you will be destroyed either from within or without. There's no way around it. It's going to happen. You might as well bank on it. Well, good, man. I'm glad to hear you don't have any. Are you a shy person? Generally, yeah. You're generally shy? Not really shy, but I don't go out of my way to talk to people. What does generally mean? Some people who are really shy will go hide, or they won't show up in crowds. I'm fine in crowds, but I don't necessarily go on to go talk to a lot of people. And so generally mean you don't just want to talk to a lot of people? You won't? Why not? Because you're shy? No, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> you don't? Nope. What's that like? It's great. To not have anything to say? Yeah. Amazing. you always been that way? Yeah. How did you become that way? If I've always been that way, then I wouldn't have become that way. But you weren't born that way. Maybe I was. You think you were born shy? Yeah. How are you going to be born shy? <laughs> that uh, make sense. <laughs> oh, I'm a little baby and I'm shy. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's easy because I grew up by shy. myself. You're born free. Yeah, I was born free. And so what made you shy? Probably because I didn't have anybody around. So you had nobody around? Nope. You had no parents or anything? Nope. Went to schools all alone. Wow. Poor guy. (laughs) I don't think so. How did that make you shy being alone? Just used to being alone. Oh. Yeah. And so are you comfortable around a crowd? Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're all black. (laughs) Unless they're all black? All black. You scared then? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what a mess, huh? Well, I want to, before I get to wild massiveness, I want to deal with the uh, biblical. Anybody have any questions? I have one quick one. Oh, okay. I know I keep stuff up. Yes, sir. I, my, my confliction right now is like, what? I believe that we need to be strong. I believe we need to stand up for what's right. Is there any doubt about that? Obviously not. I, oh. I agree with you in that. But how can we not speak up uh, if there's wrong all around us? If we see the, the world in the state that it's in, 
How do you square not standing up, not speaking up, not being bold, not doing your duty as a man to put your foot down and, and say something and do something? Right, become strong, become formidable, become a problem for the people who want to destroy this you country. Say, how do you world. do that? How, like, how do you square the non-judgment? The non. There are there. Is there such thing as righteous anger? Is there a way yes. to? Because that's the thing. Maybe I'm talking about. Because I don't feel like I'm conflicted. I just I see things that are wrong, and I feel a duty as a man, as a white man, to stand up, to speak up, and to say no. That is complete BS, man. Like no, you guys are wrong. This is wrong. You're all being deceived. But you got to overcome the anger so you can do it at the right time Fair. with the right words. Fair. Because if you have anger, the right words are not going to come. It won't penetrate, right? Right. Get across. You got to overcome the anger. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Yes, sir. Um, so this is actually like just a mini testimony. So I, um, I've been doing the silent prayer very consistently over the last few months. And my ability to see has really Im- improved. Yeah. Um, so I've been seeing when I've been overreacting. Um, m- many of the folks here know that I've been taking care of my elderly father. Uh, and he went off a cliff and, I mean, he just got his health went downhill uh, really rapidly over the last, and he died this past Tuesday. You said his health went downhill? Yeah. Oh, uh, he expired? Yes, he died May on his Tuesday. May soul rest in peace. Thank you. How old was he? 88. It's time to go. When it's your your time, it's your time. That's right. Um, But he uh, died in my arms, and wow! Up up until um, as his health was declining, I was seeing when I was overreacting to to think to situation or someone helping with the care. So I was I felt blessed to see it, see that overreaction, and go, "Oh, I overreacted there." And then I would just kind of take that to the silent prayer and. Ask God to just help me see and help me deal with things in the right way. Um, but my father showed me, and I, I wanted this is part of the testimony I wanted to pass on. That we have this idea that you can take nothing with you physically, right? Your stuff all leaves behind. Right. We all know that, but you can't take anything with you. Your thoughts. He had. Uh, you mentioned that your father had Alzheimer's, right? And my father had dementia, so he started losing his ability to remember things right. and all that kind. Of. So you don't even, you know, the world makes a, a god of their intellect. Yep. And you don't even get to take that with you. Because yep. when you, if you live long enough, that's, deep. that's all goes too. So yep. you truly, truly get to take nothing. Yeah. My father was, uh, he came from a generation like your generation, Jesse. He did things with his hands. He changed motors in cars. He did electrical stuff. He did woodworking stuff. You know, he was did stuff with his hands. All that knowledge that intellect went away yeah so if i had that old question I'm like hey i'm down down i'm working in the garage with this tool he'd be like i don't know what that is right so it really really just impressed upon me um the truth that you pass on from god that through your witness that it's just now all you have is now absolutely now absolutely now. man there's no you um he you just don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. There's no, there's no point even worrying about it. Just right, because in reality, tomorrow doesn't exist. Right. In real reality, it doesn't exist. God is eternal, right? Right. And anyone that get into yesterday or tomorrow, they're like with the devil. They're worshiping time. They're worshiping Satan. Satan is their God, so they're living in his reality. 
instead of living eternally with God. And God's like now and forever and ever and ever. He doesn't change with time and days and stuff like that. But if you live in your imagination, that's the life you're living in. That's a hell life to live. Yeah. And what's even more amazing is watching people react to my father dying. So they're coming to me going, are you okay? You know, I know like you died. And it's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I mean, I, I, it really impressed upon me when, you know, you've said this to many people who've had a, someone close to them expire, die, that you, you said, Hey, it's okay to, you know, shed a tear, boohoo for a minute. Just right. don't stay there. Yeah. Just don't stay there. So don't I stay with it. I did that. I, I took that. I said, yeah, okay. I'm going to. Shed a tear, and then I'm just going to move on. Yeah. And so it's after 36 hours, I was like, okay, I'm back to work. Let's go. You know, it's just nice. life. Live. But everybody keeps asking me, are you okay? And then so I told my the, the guy uh, that I work for, I contract for, and he decided to share it with the entire company. <laughs> Not without <laughs> – he's like, Steve's dad died. And, da, 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 da. and everybody's like texting me, oh, we're so sorry. And I'm like – I was I was going to keep this to myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's not you, your dad didn't die. And then people come over. Oh, I'm so I have one sorry friend that I call. About your dad. He he didn't put me in name, but he posted it on Facebook. He goes, "My Whoa. friends, my friend's dad died. Please pray for him." They gonna make you cry. <laughs> and I'm like going, "What the?" So know. it was like, but being able to stay calm, not overreact, and just watch this and go, "Amazing!" I yeah. mean, amazing how all these people are reacting. Yeah, your dad didn't die. Right, <laughs> it was, and so why are you all I'm doing this? You. It's just, it was, it's just amazing to watch and not just see, just see. Nice. You well, know. may his soul rest in peace. Thank you. I remember uh, one year my father died, and then the next year, right at January, one of my brothers expired, and then in that same year, another brother expired. I'm like, what's going on? But I didn't feel anything about it. I totally did not feel one thing about it. And I was surprised that I didn't feel anything about it. But when you overcome that anger, all that emotional stuff starts to disappear because God is not into emotions. He's not all this feeling shy, feeling scared, crying over everything. Remember somebody died and they were like, if you have been here, Christ, you've been here. No, they said, "Come come and go with me. But somebody died. Yeah, last one. He like, let the dead bury the dead. And people take death more seriously than they take living. We have to live. We are life. We're supposed to live and let God's will be done once we die. Because there's nothing we can do about it. Nobody knows who's going to hell or heaven. You know what I'm saying? And life is about living now. Christ came that we might live. We shouldn't be living fear and doubt and worry and into the darkness the way that 99.9% of people are. We should be living. Living. We are a living being. We should be living. So I want to ask this uh, last week biblical question. Do you live in the wilderness? In the wilderness. Are you got Everybody familiar with the biblical question, right? I can't wait to get to this one. Um, yes. Do you live in the wilderness? Um, no longer, but it's interesting that you were talking about the prison thing because the prison is living in the wilderness. 
And it's funny that you said on the show this week, you were calling it wilderness. Because it said W-I-L-D-E-R, right? Wilderness. But I used to say wilderness all the time, but Nate told me it was wilderness. I mean, I used to say wilderness, whatever. But he told me it was wilderness. Who told me it was wilderness? My head told me? Well, I heard your voice in my head. Yeah. I thought Nick told me that. But, okay. Right. But it was Satan. But, yeah. You but, live in the wilderness? No, but the reason why it's awesome that you said wilderness is because it is, the emotions is the wild life. It's a messed up life. And when you're in the wild. Be careful of emotional people. Stay apart. Keep a little space because that's your enemy. I don't care what county emotion. Just know, you know what? Oh, 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 this is a rough one. All right? Be careful of that. Go ahead. And when you're in the wild life, you're overreacting like an animal in the yes. wild. Um, so I thought it was interesting that the wilderness thing actually was very <laughs> deep. Um, but And people being in prison, like you're saying, do you like living in prison? It's like, do you like living in the wilderness? <laughs> do you like... What was it like? You you lived in in prison for a while. Yeah, my whole life. Your whole life. Yeah. And what was it like for you living in prison, in the in the wilderness, wilderness? Well, well, when you're in the wilderness, it's like, you know, you're not in the light, so it's dark and you can't see anything. So what was it like for you living that way? You don't know any better, so you just think it's, you just you have nothing to really compare it to. So when you were living that way, you had nothing to compare to? I knew it was bad. How did I, you know it was bad? Because I knew that it was an emotional roller coaster that was like, now I understand the emotional roller coaster. But, yeah, I knew that this didn't, this wasn't, didn't feel right Yeah. to live like that. And so have you come out of that now? Yes. And how do you know you're out of it? Because... Like you say, once, you, once you're in the light, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. So being aware. When you truly, 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 not thinking that you see the light because you heard a true word. A lot of people think they're in the light because they heard something that was true. You know, God loves us. That's, that is true, right? So now they're thinking they're in the light. They can see, right? But that's just an intellectual way of seeing it. That's not really seeing but when you truly, truly, truly see, you cannot turn back. It's like when you're living in hell, you're just in hell. But when the light of the Father shines, you cannot go back. No matter what, you, can, you couldn't go back even if you wanted to. It would be impossible. And because the light is controlling you now. And you're part of the light. You're one with the light, so you cannot go back. Right. And... Just like he was just saying about doing the silent prayer, and now he's noticing just like things are clearer. Yeah. Yeah, you just start to overcome and not overreact like the animals in the wild. And that's how you know it's just, like you say, it's not just hearing it from you. It's God will, will reveal it to you. So you have no fear, no doubt, no anger, no shyness, no anything like that? No. None? None. Amazing. I never did. Oh, but when you were in the wilderness, you did, right? 
What were you like in the in the wilderness? Were you a tough guy? No. I was. Were you a beta guy? Yes. Yeah, I guess I was angry. Okay. Yeah. But and just real quick, um, and to connect that with the Lazarus thing that you just brought up, I don't, people always say what well, Jesus cried was crying over Lazarus. I don't think he was crying over Lazarus. He was crying over Mary and Martha and them not having faith. Yeah, people couldn't see. Right, and like you just said, it's not about hearing the words; it's about really being it. Yeah. And he was like, even the people close to me that I'm walking the earth with don't get it. Everyone else is doomed. <laughs> That's like, amazing, huh? Isn't that deep? It's like people that really, really, really know you, family members or friends or work or co-workers, you think they really, really know you, and they don't see it. That is mind-blowing. But there's nothing new under the sun. Now I understand what Jesus meant when they were with him. They were like proclaiming to understand and preach about Jesus. But still, they didn't know him. Yeah. And it's weird because I was just talking with a Bible class, and they were like, Jesus was crying over Lazarus. And I was like, no, he's crying because as soon as he walked in the door after four days, Martha or whatever was like, if you were here two days ago, he wouldn't have died. Yeah. And it's like, yo, are you like, are you questioning the fact that there was no faith was, you know, that's what made him. That's my weep. Yeah. But I totally understand it now. Wilderness. Totally yeah. <laughs> Do you live in the wilderness? I think so, yeah. You're not sure? I think I, I'll say yes. And it's like a guessing game. No, I, I feel like I'm in the wilderness. You do? And, yeah. and what does that feel like? Uh, I just feel like I'm always, not like anxious or anything, but like I'm always kind of have my guard up. You know, like just, yeah, just like I have my guard up, basically. Against what? The world. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And how do you have it up against the world? Because there's like there's a lot of nonsense out there that we you know we all kind of complain about it here and we right. all know like what's the craziness of the world and I, I just always feel like I'm not going to be egotistical enough to say it's me against the world because I really don't believe that right. it's just it's like me against like just me trying to get through the world basically and in that sense that's kind of how I feel like I'm in the wilderness and what is that is that you like living like that that it's not a matter of like it's just. It's uh, it's just it's maybe it's like a survival instinct. I feel like I needed to be like that. I need to be like that in order to survive. And are you surviving? I'm here. <laughs> Would you rather live or survive? I get you. Yeah. Which one is best def- way you think? live for sure? And so okay. Yeah. All right. I got it. Yes. Sorry. Real quick, I just wanted to add that the because that made me think the wilderness is the emotions and believing in the emotions and the feelings and the ego. Yeah. And um, once you finally return to the Father, that's going back home and no more living in the wilderness. Nice. Are you living in the wilderness? <laughs> yeah. And what is it like? And what do you mean when you say yeah? What I love is the it outdoors. Like? I'm sorry? <laughs> I said I love the outdoors. <laughs> 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 nah, I'm just playing. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm doing pretty good. I uh, I don't know. I don't go to church or anything, but I know he got me. Do you know what it means to live in the wilderness? 
When I ask that question, do you know what it means? Mm, not really. Never, oh, okay. Yeah. I, All right. I haven't read for a while. You haven't what? I haven't read, uh, I haven't read anything for a while. So, uh, oh, you haven't? No. Like I do what? listen to your show, though. Oh, okay. So. You ever read the Bible or anything? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I like your honesty, though. Thank you. Yeah, straightforward. Yes, sir. Are you living in the wilderness? Uh, I say yes. And why do you say yes? Mm, because no real direction, just kind of hanging out, going whatever life takes me type. Can you explain what that means? How, what do you mean? Uh, just. You just go wherever life takes you? Everyone's just going with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> like it? no real goal in mind, nothing really trying to get at. You know, there's little ones I have like far out, but not really taking the steps to get there like I should. You like living that way? No, but you know, it's like the gentleman said earlier, you kind of just get lazy. Oh, I see. <laughs> just to be honest. Are you happy living out there? I mean, in the wilderness? As a type of happiness, I don't know if it's like a true happiness or the one that you should be going for in life. What but, type of happiness is it? I still laugh and have fun. Amazing. How old are you? Uh, 29. Amazing. Okay. How about you? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. And how do you know you do? I still get caught up in my thoughts sometimes. You do? Are you doing the silent prayer? No. Well, suffer. Why aren't you doing the prayer? I make excuses. I'm lazy. You make excuses and you're lazy? Yeah. I have. I just, you know, not consistently. So you like living in that world? No. How do you know you don't if you're not doing anything about it? Maybe I do. And I don't know. Maybe it. I do what? Maybe I do like it, but I don't oh, know. Yeah. It. yeah, you like it. Because if you didn't like it, you would, you would do something about it. Most people love their pain. They love to be miserable. They love to judge. They love feeling that way. They don't want to get rid of the pain. Really, they, they love the hell that they live in. Have you noticed that? They love complaining. They love to struggle. And so maybe you're loving it. It's possible. <laughs> Amazing. How about you? Are you still living in the wilderness? I know really understand. <laughs> you don't understand it? The, what, the question. Speak up a little bit. I don't understand the question so well, so. You don't understand I, the question? I guess I still get a little nervous sometimes. You get nervous sometimes? And what yes. makes you nervous? Uh, not to be able to respond to others correctly, probably, because my English is not that good. Or, um, sometimes I get cut off on and some words that I don't understand, and yeah. And so when you're communicating with some people because you don't speak English well, that makes you nervous that they might not understand? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> do you have anger? I guess I do a little bit. I might. I trying to get it out of myself, you by, know, day by, by day. What? Trying to not take whatever comes to me too serious or oh, okay. depend on the situation. Oh, okay. But uh, working on it. You working on it? Yes. Stay with the prayer. Yes. Who I, else living in the wilderness? You want to respond to the biblical question? Okay, right here. Uh, 
we're all living in the wilderness because the world is the wilderness and it's up to the men to tame the wilderness and by taming the wilderness is as you say overcome anger don't overreact if everybody didn't overreact to things this world would be a lot better that's how i see it by taming the wilderness we yeah, have to tame if it. everybody came out of the wilderness we'll have peace on earth right now yeah it, it would just happen automatically it would be over yeah you're right about that um any other responses for the wilderness? Oh, okay. Right here and then there. I want, the reason I put these questions out there because I want you to get to know you. And unless you know for yourself that you know that you know that you know, it's not going to work. You just listen to what someone else says, but it's not yours. And you, and you're going to forever be doing that. And your life going to be hell. You're never going to be free. It just ain't going to happen. It's not on the outside, it's on the inside. Go ahead. You're living in the wilderness? Um, Yes and no. Physically, in this world, like he said, it's wild out here, so it is the wilderness. And um, But spiritually, no, not anymore. And how do you know? Um, Well, I mentioned before that I live in the hood in in South Central. And uh, just last week, I went outside. I like to sunbathe. So I went out on my balcony, and there was so much going on. Like, the helicopters were circling, people driving down the street, cussing each other out, uh, dogs barking, everything. And I sat there, and the only thing that magnified in my ears was the little sound of the Tweety birds. You know how when you wake up in the morning, you hear the birds? And it was so, like peaceful and I felt peaceful and the sun was on me it felt so good and I knew despite the fact that in a physical realm I'm living in the wilderness inside I have peace and and so you're out of it now yeah yeah and so do you have shyness or anything like that no and you're fair with people am I what fair yeah you are you love all Yes. Everybody. Yes. Good. Yes. Nice. Um, okay. Nice. It's recent, though. It's it recent. It just, it. I did what you said. You said that you asked, um, along with the silent prayer, you also said that you asked God to show you who you were. Yeah. And I did that, too. Nice. And in just like in December, just last year, I had an issue going on, and I just had to let go and when I let go he showed me he revealed to me I stopped being in my thoughts because that's the wilderness too being yeah. in your thoughts and I used to be I, my whole life I lived in the wilderness up until recently so no not anymore that's amazing yeah nice uh the young man behind you you raise your hand right yeah I did and so do you live in the wilderness Yes, but my understanding of the wilderness is different from everybody else's. What's your understanding? The thing that came to mind was the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, and that was the voice of God. So I was thinking the wilderness is the natural state of things where we would be closer to God, and the the world that we've created is the chaotic one where it's unnatural and we we can't hear God unless we do the silent prayer. Um, so you were thinking of the wilderness as someone in the world crying out? No, it's the, the voice of God crying out from creation, the, the natural way that he made it. Oh, I see. Because we talk about, oh, animals overreact in the wild, but they don't really. They react the way they were made to react. Right. Uh, uh, exactly. Amazing. Had you thought about that before, if you lived in the wilderness or not? Uh-uh. You never thought of it? Nope. Oh, okay. But I'm kind of an outdoorsy person, too, so... 
it's when you're out in the middle of the night and you can't and it's really silent and it's amazingly different than being in the city yeah it is but it's also being amazing to be able to hear the birds in the city when you're paying attention to that nice the young man behind you want to respond are you living in the wilderness i don't really know what it means oh okay to be honest you knew it was a biblical question no oh you didn't know it was this week biblical last week oh okay all right, let me ask your father. Are you living in the wilderness? Mm, no. You're not? No. You lived there before? Yeah. What was it like living it was, there? It was wild. It was, <laughs> I had my crazy times and, and bad times. And, you know, growing up, I every once in a while, these older guys would just tell me, like, you like that, huh? You know, I'd be telling them about a heartbreak I have or I got arrested again or another fight and just... Oh, you like living like that. It was just yeah. different people telling me throughout yeah. my life. Yeah. Looking back now, I'm like, man, I, I did. I loved it, you know, loved it. But now I see the people I left behind or the people still in the wilderness and now how I am now, and that's a mess, you know. The um, It's hard for people to admit they love living in the wilderness. Mm. They won't admit it. And because the ego won't let them admit it, if they admitted it, they might get over it. They may start seeing it. I think it. I felt more like it was f- happening to me, you yeah. know? It was, I don't know why my luck is just like this. I I swear I'm a good guy. I just end up with the wrong girl or, you know, I I didn't even start to fight or, you know. But now looking back, no, I was looking for it. Yeah. I liked it. You know? Absolutely. What is it like for you now that you're out of it? Peaceful, number one. Peaceful, no matter what. I've moved to an even worse area, worse area than I lived before. But it's I'm more at peace. More uh, life doesn't bother me. As not even life just doesn't bother me. I don't no. even even when I had like a medical medical scare recently, but it didn't didn't phase me. I knew everything was going to be just the way it's supposed to be. It was yeah. fine and. Uh, and now I'm more full. I see, I feel like if it's Satan, if you want to say it's Satan, he's distracting me from what I'm really supposed to be doing, you know? And now I'm more focused on what matters in my life if I was going to pass. Yeah. If I wasn't going to make it tomorrow, how can I make today the best? That's so. right, man. Absolutely. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Adrian, do you live in the wilderness? Mm, I'm kind of like in his boat where, like, I don't really know what the wilderness is. Oh, Okay. Um, I don't know if the wilderness is that a good thing or a bad thing. Is it what is what is the wilderness? Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Good. It's not. It's best to know that you don't know than to pretend that you do know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yes. Um, but don't you say that animals overreact and human beings overcome? With human God. beings overcome animals. Well, as someone said, animals are doing what animals do. But having you and human said beings that, act like animals when they're in the wilderness, right? And so they're constantly overreacting, feeling good, feeling angry, and all that kind of stuff. Living in fear, living in doubt. It's so, it's so insane. <laughs> it is insane. When you wake up from this, you're going to want to whoop your own butt. Really. 
you don't want to tie you down and whoop your butt. When you really realize how it is insane to have fear and doubt and worry and jealousy and envy and uh, everything that you have out there. You're going to, when you really, truly, truly, you're going to be like, wow, I almost missed a life living this way and I didn't have to. I realized that this week, I realized, and I came into office, remember that? Huh? I was like, I can't believe that I live in darkness like that for so long. It's just, no wonder Christ don't care when he cares. <laughs> Somewhat. But it's just, if I could just pull it out of all of you, I would. But you can't. No one can make anyone see, right? It's really, really up to you. But God sent his only son that we might live, that we might be free right here on earth. He didn't say you have to wait till you die to be free. And I wouldn't bank on that because we don't know where we're going when we die, right? Now we have hope, of course, that we'll be with the Father in heaven. But you don't know who you, but you're free right now. I don't even know. I could, I'm like, oh, that's so amazing. I've been free and didn't know it my whole life because I was living in the wilderness. And to wake up from that is, my, you're going to want to whoop yourself when I tell you this in a minute. Really. Everybody pull your belt out. <laughs> it's mind-blowing. It's so ridiculous to live that way. and so wicked. It's just sad. Really. Uh, yes. So, but in regards to him saying that, that the animals overreact thing, you have said that though before, right? That animals overreact and human beings can overcome. Right. Human beings can overcome, but animals... They have what God gave them to have. Right. You know, they can't. They're in that state and they can't change. But we can overcome. Right. Human beings can overcome. Absolutely. Nick, do you live in the... So when you hit that camera just now, is it fine? It's fine. It's not touching. Did, did Billy say it's okay? It's Nick over there knocking over the camera. <laughs> the anchor baby. Did y'all hear the show this week? Nobody heard it? Uh, you were sleeping? <laughs> I, I fell asleep early. I've been helping my mom at like 3 in the morning every morning. Oh. Thank you. You got the camera okay? I wasn't asleep. Okay. So what? I know. It's something else. Are you living in the wilderness? I'm in the wilderness, but not of it. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm one. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm out there shouting in the wilderness. And what does that mean and to all, you? And all nice little phrases. Uh, but to be more serious, no, I'm, uh, uh, no, I don't live. I don't live in the wilderness. And how do you know you don't? Because I can see. I can see. That's it's, if I can say it as simply as I can, it's because I can see. And what I see is the not me. I can see the overreaction. I can see the thing driving me, and driving others, and um, and the source of it, the mind and the evil part. So. That for me, that if I could put it as simply as I can, that that's the wilderness when you what can't was, see. Have you have you ever lived in the wilderness? Yeah. What was it like living there? Um, I relate to what Hassan was saying because you don't know any better, and so if I can describe what it was like, it's kind of like you're like. Um, if I could describe it, it's like it's like you're like uh, 
It's like you have a broken leg, but you don't even know it. And you're like walking on it. And you're like, what is that pain? And you're walking on it, but you're not even aware of what, why it hurts. Okay. So. Amazing. Okay. Interesting. Anchor baby. How about you, Chris? These are my experts, so I see the best for last. How about you, Chris? Are you living in the wilderness? No, I'm not living in the wilderness. And how do you know you're not? Although I do look, <laughs> some may say. I know. You definitely look some like you. Some may say that I've moved to the wilderness. <laughs> These are lies. Don't believe them. Look like you moved up to the mountain. Yeah. Spiritually, I've moved up to the mountain. Uh, no, uh, I don't live in the wilderness. Uh, I mean, I uh, Nick Nick said it pretty well there. I, I have a a clarity about me. Uh, my life isn't chaotic. It's rather peaceful. Uh, and if you're living in the wilderness, um, you know your life isn't like that. Okay, amazing. Yep. How about you, Doug? If I'm in my head, then I'm in the wilderness. And so are you living in the wilderness? Most of the time, no. But there are times when I, a thought catches me just right and I'm in my head for until I realize that I'm in my head. And then, then I can come out of it. Oh, okay. What is it like in the wilderness? Miserable, doubt, uh, dark. You don't. It's it's horrible. It's like you're. There is no. There's no way out. There's because you're stuck in your head, and you're you know you believe just you just believe everything that goes on. Right. That's being, you're being told, and that's that's horrible. Amazing. So, okay. Let me ask uh, first, I mean, uh, Ermis. Ermis, are you living in the wilderness? And I think I saw your hand, right? No. Right, no, right here. You're not living there? Nope. How do you know you're... Who, what is I, it like I know that I'm there? home with the Father. What? Because I know that I'm home with the Father. <laughs> you can go stand next to it. Yep. But, but what is it like living in the wilderness? Peaceful. Oh, to live in the wilderness? Yes. Um... It's confusing, confounding, trying to solve your own problems and worry and doubt and all that stuff. And you have none of that now? I have a little bit of worry, but uh, it's, you know, I catch it. I don't get caught up in it. So I feel like I'm at peace, and I know what it means now when they say, you know, you're at home with the Father or whatever. I understand that. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to move a little bit faster here. The time is going by like night and going north. You had your hand, right? Okay. Um, so living in the wilderness, I guess for me, it just means like if you're judging yourself. Um, so recently, I guess, like la- or last Sunday, I rewatched it. And I kind of, you, someone was talking about how they're in your thought, they're in their thoughts, and then you said to stop judging yourself. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm not judging myself. So that's kind of what I was able to realize that like every time you do believe a thought, you're judging yourself. And I never knew that before. Like I didn't feel like I was judging myself. Yeah. 
Um, and then also the not you, like you also keep asking if you're shy. So like I would say I don't have any of those things, but sometimes I do think I'm shy, but like I know I'm not shy. Like I have no problem talking to people or like if I do see someone struggling, I'm like, oh yeah, you just need to do this. And like I have no problems. I'm like, why do I think I'm shy or why do I feel like I'm shy? And I feel like that is the not me. Mm-hmm. Um, that is trying to make me believe I'm shy when like I know I'm not. So I guess like that kind of answered my own question, but sometimes I do feel like I identify with that shyness just when I'm introduced into a new like scenario that I don't know what's going to happen, you know, and I do kind of just, I do just remain calm, but I never knew that believing a thought was judging yourself. Oh, okay. So once I was able to realize that I was like, okay, I feel like when you're in the wilderness, that's kind of also like your imagination and you kind of go into hiding that's kind of how I felt. Like, I was like, okay, I can't handle being in this world, so I'm just going to go into hiding. And yeah. then um, you think, like, you're being protecting yourself, but then you just end up judging yourself. So it's just... Amazing. Yeah. So nice. it feels good not to judge myself, though. Yes. It feels really good. Are you doing a silent prayer? Yeah, that does help a lot. And I think, like, it's just so annoying because I'm just like, okay, it's just five minutes. Like, that's just going to do nothing. But it really does help you see and just stay connected on on track. Oh, okay. It just feels like you're not doing anything till like, you stick with it. Yeah. I, just, I notice when I miss it is when I do notice it. Like, yeah. halfway throughout the day, I'm just like, what is going on? And I'm just like, oh, I did wake up late or I didn't have time. And then I'll make the time and do it. Yeah, stay with the prayer no matter what. Stay with it. Let me just ask Hake, and then I got to move on. Hake, are you living in the wilderness? This should be interesting. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought that the wilderness might be a good thing. Living in it? Yeah. Because, what might be good about it? Because Jesus and John the Baptist both went into the wilderness, at least for a time. So I was... I was not clear on what it meant. Oh, okay. And now are you clear? Well, you um, say you don't know if you are, right? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not clear still. Do you live in your imagination? At t- yeah. Will you live in the wilderness? All right. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you live there? Um... I think it's because I try to anticipate what may come and stuff like that so that I can deal with it. Or if I miss something, if I miss an opportunity or miss a moment to deal with something right, I'll think back on it. And so I guess it's like what she said about judging yourself. I guess I'm kind of judging myself and trying to fix the situation or fix myself. You're trying to fix yourself? Yeah. And have you ever been able to do that for yourself? Uh, I don't think, no, not really. And so why do you keep trying? It seems like that's, that's partly all I know, but I also know that sometimes you just, um, don't worry about it anymore and, and, and you end up fixing by yourself and maturing by yourself without trying to do it. So why not go that way? <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you? Um, 
And, and maybe pride. Pay attention to yourself, or it's going to shock you. All right. Yeah. Like pride and like not wanting to go through the embarrassment of of not having it right the first time. Yeah. I'm going to be like, I was already fine without <laughs> it. <laughs> Amazing. What a mess. Yeah, what a mess. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, the young lady way in the back with the glasses. Do you live in the wilderness? Does she speak English? Uh, you've been here before, right? Yes, I've yeah. been here before. Um, I think I did, and the um, life that I have now, I wish everybody will have it. And um, what did it, what did it mean to live? What was it like living in the wilderness for you? Uh, it was the the pressure that you get from the outside that you don't know how to handle it. And it may it make you make mistakes and and not trust in God and and let go things. Yeah. So that's to me what it will be. Uh, my life now is different completely. In what way? How's it now? Uh, well, let me explain to you a little bit of what I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get up in the morning, have my cup of tea outside in a beautiful. Surrenders so of trees and birds, and my cat and my dog, and I see them running around, and I spend my two hours there, just looking the nature and have that connection to continue the day. Right. After that, you know, I do the things that I need to do, and I'm participating in the community, trying to help people. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't go the way you want to go, and that's when I'm learning that my ego has to interfere with the uh, the results. Um, and because for a while I used to bring all that inside me, and I was angry. Yeah. Now I let it go. Um, about eight months ago, I forgot my mother. I have. I was able to. I have a conversation with her, even if she had dementia. And I don't know if she understood me, but I nice. was able to do that. Yeah. And I owe all that to my daughter. Nice. And right now my song is here. It's come from Oregon. And when I look around and I see them, the evolution that they have as a human beings, as spiritual people, I cannot ask for more. Right on. So I have an amazing life. Amazing. Did you ever expect to hear that, Adrian, coming from your mama? <laughs> <laughs> That's my brother, huh? Very much, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Right on. Amazing. This young lady wanted the last word. Are you living in the wilderness? No. You're not. Mm-mm. Have you lived there before? Oh, yeah. What was it like there? It was complete darkness. You know, you, you're you totally lost. Um, you don't know what you're doing. Um, everything feels dire. Everything, uh, anything and everything gets your attention. And so you can't be still and you can't focus in on yourself. And because everything is a distraction and everything out there in the wilderness is taking you from, from God, from yeah. the light. You, you're just, you're lost, you can't. 
be and how were you how were you able to overcome that um well i found god he he brought me out of the wilderness out of the wilderness yeah what brought you out of the wilderness um being a complete surrender really just letting go of everything and allowing for god to lift me up and out of this and bring me to him and when you're there like somebody was saying you really are home yeah. and once you're home, why would you ever want to go back? Nice. Amazing. Now, you look crazy, Nick. <laughs> but listen, um, in reality, not this illusion that you're living in, anyone that has anger is living an illusion. You're not living real life, right? In real life, you're free. Every human being is free in real life. You have no problems, you have no worries, you have no insecurities, you have no shyness, you have no, none of the things you think that you have. It's not real. You are believing into a lie. You're believing into darkness. You're believing into hell. And the same thing that's happening with you is happening with others outside of you. It's the same spirit, same thing, nothing new. Everybody got it unless they have returned to the Father. God said that we must, in order to enter real life, he called the kingdom of heaven within, right? We must forgive, because in this illusion, you're, you have identified with hate, with evil, and evil is controlling you. You're not in control of that. Evil is controlling you, and he is deceiving you to make you think that you're all these things that he is telling you because you have identified with it. You become one with anger. That's why you must do what you want. You must overcome anger. And the way you overcome it is by seeing that you do have this anger for others, yourself and others. And don't be afraid to admit that and God will take it away. He will change your heart from hate to love. Because whether you realize or not, that's why God said trust nobody. Because anger is wicked. And it runs deep. It's not just a little plaything running around, likely playing around, right? It's not tiptoeing through the tulips, even though it's pretend to be doing it. Anger is wickedness. And what you're doing is identifying with your father, Satan. Your father, Satan. And Satan has fear. He has doubt. He worry, he's insecurity. He is pretending to be God. He is pretending to be the light. And so that's why when you listen to him, you think you're listening to the light and you're not. You totally listen to darkness. And then when you do and things go wrong or the way don't go the way you think, you overreact. Now you listen to some more darkness. Because that's how Satan keeps you alive. He keeps you well really you're not alive. You're breathing, but you're dead. I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing. (laughs) You pray to a God that you don't believe in. When Satan is your God, you don't believe in the real God. You're worshiping evil. And there are people who love to worship evil. They live for it. And so when you have anger, you worship evil. And you're living from the outside and the darkness of your imagination, which is really not your imagination. It's the spirit of Satan that's made a home in you. 
and he is wicked. And that's why I want, I want to encourage you, you've got to keep your eyes on you so you can see the depths of evil. Really. You'll see the depths of it. If you don't let yourself live in the past, which is only your mind, or live in the future, which is only your mind, right? God is always right here all the time. He's always here, always here. He never back and forward. And so this illusion that he said that you must be born again because the reason you're living in the wilderness, living in the wilderness means to live in the darkness of your imagination. You've been turned away from the Father, so you're out there in the world trying to find the Father or trying something that feel like it's the Father to make you feel better, right? You're out in the wilderness, in the darkness of your imagination. And that's why Satan can control you and the world can control you. Because the world, because everybody in the world trying to overcome that, the world is wicked and it knows that the spirit that's driving you inside of others know that it can motivate you in the wrong way. It knows it because they're the same family. They're brothers and sisters. They're, and they know how to manipulate you. And they'll work overtime to get a reaction from you. One way or another. They'll make you feel good. And as soon as you're feeling all good, they'll make you feel bad. They get mad at you. The moment they get mad at you, now you don't feel good anymore. Because you make them your God. You make the world your God, right? In rea- so God said we must be born of love. So when you forgive, he's going to bring you back to him. And he is love. In him, there's nothing but love. In him, there's nothing but perfect peace at all time. No matter what's happening out there. Even what's happening in here, because what's going to happen is if you stay with it, you know how saying sometimes he quickly give you one thought after another. He'll give you one thought, and the moment you react to it, he'll give you another or a thought will come really fast and you don't see it, and now you're feeling weird, you're feeling afraid, or whatever you're feeling, right, because you didn't see the thought coming. Well, if you grow in the light, the light of God is quicker than the darkness of Satan. The light will quicken you so that you can see the darkness before it overtakes you. But you got to stay with it. And he will quicken you. And, and, and it will get to a point where you start seeing the darkness and you can overcome it just like that, really. And you'll start seeing it before it even comes because he will quicken your spirit. He will allow you to see it. But, and so you got to forgive in order to return back home, come back home to the Father and be of love instead of, of Satan's nature. And that's what it means to live in the wilderness. You're living in the darkness of your imagination and you're grabbing hold of everything thinking that it's going to make you feel better. And it won't. It, when, that, when the uh, product concern was out there, he thought his father was wrong, right? So he went out thinking he could make a life for himself. And he tried everything. And nothing worked, right? And finally he said, you know what? Let me re- go back home to my daddy. Life was much better. That's what you're going to have to say as individual. I got to return to the father. And if other people don't want to return to love, if they don't believe that salvation is of the heart, it's all in the New Testament. I'm not making it up. It's not like something I'm making up, right? The focus is on the heart. And the love of the Father will conquer all. He will take care of everything. And so if you want to live, 
Right now, if you came out of your thought right now, you'll see you're really free. You are free when you're not in the imagination. If you just look at all this well, and people who live in their imagination, they worried about how they see themselves. They worried about how others see them. It's so dumb to live that way. It's, uh, look in this room. just people in the room, right? There's no one in this room that you should be afraid of. There's no one in this room you should be trying to impress or not impress. There's nobody out in the whole world that you should be concerned about trying to please. You be you. You live your life and let the Father's will be done. I'm telling you, it'll blow your mind. And then one day you realize, why did I live like that for so long? You really have life right here, right now. But as long as you deviate, you look on the outside for the answer, or you live in this darkness, you just, you're dying. You're not alive. You're worshiping evil. Anyone that stay with anger is worshiping evil. You don't realize that's your God. Really. And you hate to hurt your God. You don't want to offend Satan. That's why you don't pray. That's why you truly don't seek. Because you really like the hellhole that you live in. And then you add a little pot to it. <laughs> and you draw, it's just a party. You're partying with Satan. Or you add a little judgment of yourself or someone else. Or you add a little, oh, I'm so scared of what people may think. You don't need to worry about what people think. I want to cuss. <laughs> I started to say to H with it. Just say everybody got the same problem. So why are you worried about what someone else is thinking? Think about that. That's dumb. Why are you worried about how you look to someone else? Why don't you just be you? But you can't be it because you don't have the love of the heart. Your heart has not been changed from hate. God would change your heart just like that. And he would do that. Once he truly, 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 truly changed it, no going back. Even if you tried to, you couldn't. And you're supposed to, once you live that way, you just become life. You're not the darkness. You're just life. You're with the Father. And you're just living your life. And situations happen. And it'll go through you rather than stick in you and try to make you destroy you. You have to let things go. Somebody says surrender. You have to 100% surrender with all things. And then the Father would take over. But as long as you play God a little bit, and you really have to watch yourself because you could be faking it. You could be faking playing God. You could be faking thinking that you know God, and you don't. You have to keep your eyes on yourself. You really have life right now. All this well right now, except you, he said, except you live in your head. And that's why you have all these different emotions. Pay no attention to emotions. It comes straight out of hell. If you feel sad, or if you feel happy, or if you feel whatever you feel, right? Anxiety, whatever. Don't get at any room. It's just a, a, a deception to pull you back into the darkness. Really. Don't pay that any mind. Stop paying attention to feelings. God is not about feelings. Not, Satan is, not God.
He's not into the feeling. He wants you to overcome that. He wants you to overcome words because your enemy will try to hurt you with words. And if you're subject to words, you're not going to make it. And a whole lot of people are subject to words. That's what white people are afraid of today, a word. And that one word is racism. They're afraid of that word worse than anything. (laughs) And that word has confounded them. But they don't know that if they just got over the fear, let them call you whatever they want. It wouldn't even bother you. And you wouldn't get mad at them. It would be impossible to get angry. Once you're born of perfect love, it is totally impossible to get angry. Because in you, once you get over hate and become a love, it's in you now. Your nature is God's nature. It's love and not hate. And so when tests come, whatever they're supposed to be, you just let it go through you. And Satan against you, oh, they're looking at you. Or your coat don't look right today. Or you didn't sing right today. And all kind of crap. Or you can't speak in a public right now because everybody's going to be looking at you. You ever got up to speak or try to talk around all of you and you were afraid because you were concerned about what others thought about what you said or how you look or if it made sense or not? That's Satan. That's not you. And that's not God. Come out of your imagination. You are free right now and the Father will provide. He really will. But you got to come out of the darkness and only love can bring you out of that. Don't hate. Don't gossip. Don't try to get revenge. Just live your life. Wish everybody well. Because they can't see. They can't help it. If they could see, they wouldn't. They would be free too. They have the same issues that you're dealing with. The doctor. And for me to be telling this is mind-blowing to me. I came in the office. I'm like, I can't believe I used to live in my head. Just lived there and was had catching hell in there. Catching pure hell. But I stay with the Father. I want to be a son of God. I want to know what it's like to live as his son of God right here on earth. I don't want to wait till I die. We don't know where we're going when we die, right? And then when you're dying, you're like, oh, Lord, I want to go with you. He's like, you had a chance. But you live with the, your father, Satan. You need love. You need the real love that comes from the Father, right? So you have life right now. You are free. Except that you identify with the lie. You identify with darkness. Stop identifying with it. Your ego, the ego, is not you. I don't feel afraid. I don't feel worried. I don't feel hungry. I don't feel this or that. I don't feel anything. So stop saying I. It's not you. You identify. You said I, I agree with you, Satan. I feel what you feel. You are not feeling that at all. The real you don't feel that. The not you feel that way. And you identify with the not you. And so when you're talking to one another and all of a sudden you feel shy, just notice that. Oh, look at it. It's trying to make me feel shy. It's not you. It's totally not you. And if you can realize that, you can be free. And the enemy is not going to like you to be free. He wants you to be in prison. He loves you to be in hell. So stop identifying with that. Forgive. 
And when, oh, another thing that I, I got to, I want to take a few hands that I got to end. Uh, when you said, when that lady went off on you and you said, I felt fear, never say that again. Because Satan made you think you feel fear. He, why this woman is yelling at you? He is working on your mind like, look at this woman. Oh, what did you say you felt? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you felt anger, right? Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I didn't feel fear. I just, I felt that anger. Like right, anger. The yeah. anger I felt. And then I, but then I also, after I reflected, I saw how I felt. And then I also saw like her darkness and why she's like right, that. Absolutely. You know, like I saw what she can't see. Here's what I, that anger you felt is not you. Say, uh, God does not tell you, you feel anger. You don't tell yourself that. Satan is telling you that. And the moment you believe it, then you believe you are angry, right? You believe it into a lie. And so when situations happen, just let it go through. You'll see what's going on. Have no thought about it. Take no thought. Just let it pass. And you'll see that that's not you. And it's not God telling you that. So it's just it was just the ego then. Yes. Right. Okay. It was one hundred percent ego. Do y'all understand that? Right. Yeah. Really. Then you won't be tossed with the wind. You'll be straight and narrow. You stay on your path, right? right. And let that. You're right. You can see where this lady is coming from, right. but let her live her life. Right. She's not tired of suffering yet. Yeah. And so, that was the ego talking, not you. Okay. And just know that. You would never talk, say that to your real self because the real you don't have that. Okay. You really don't. So stop identifying with that, period. Some people, they go and forgive, and then they'll call me up and say, I went and forgave, but I'm not sure if I did it right. <laughs> or they'll go ten times to the same person. What are you going ten times? <laughs> you only need to go once. But what happened is, the not you, the ego tell you, you didn't do it right. You didn't say the right thing. Don't plan what you're going to say. Just forget. I'm sorry for hating. That's it. But Satan don't want you to be free. He'll make you think you didn't do it right because you listened to him. That makes sense? Y'all need to pay attention to yourself and wish everybody else well. Become your own man, your own woman. Live your path. The road is straight and narrow. Only a few are going to find it because they don't stay on the road. They go the wide road, they look back, they look forward, and you lose the moment you do that. The kingdom of heaven is within. So let me do this. We're like totally out of time, but I want to take a couple of hands, short hands, and we out. Yes, sir. Oh, hold on a minute right here. You had your hand, right? Yeah, hi, Jesse. How are hey. you? Um, so I'm hearing you, and you're saying about not identifying with the eye, because I think the eye is associated more to the carnal self, correct? Yes. All right, so... Um, in a world where even our language is centered around subject, um, verb, this, I'm sorry, the subject is always I, because that's the way you start the sentence. Yeah. How would I communicate in a way that would not lead to confusion with somebody who doesn't know this language? Just use it as a tool. Don't identify with communicating. We got to communicate. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to say, oh, I want some water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would, uh, but this thing that's talking to you on the inside don't communicate with that. It's a it that makes you feel that way. It's a dark spirit. It's evil that's trying to make you feel that way. So if you do talk about it, oh, I notice how evil trying to make me think something or feel a certain way. And I know now it's not me. 
So you're talking about your inner dialogue. Your right. Inner, okay, so... We have to communicate out here. Mm-hmm. But, so even when, you, when you're talking about it, let's say that when the young lady said she felt anger, right? If she just knew it tried to make me angry, that would be, even telling me the story, it tried to make me angry, she's not identified with it at all. I see. It's a, it's a, it's a thing of the inner dialogue when, or when communicating to you because you're aware of it. You're yes. aware of this type of um, like dialogue. But with another brother and sister that's aware of this type of dialogue, communicating that way, not owning it, not owning it as if it's not yours. Never own it. Okay. I, I had this. I had this spirit in me, and it's trying to make me feel a certain way. It's trying to make me doubt myself. And I used to identify it's an ego, right? It's not. It's Satan's nature. It's Satan's ego, mm-hmm. because he wants to destroy you. He wants to be God. But we got to communicate with one another, you know. But it's just a tool, all right? Well, thank you. That clears it up. Oh, good, thank man. You, thank you. Yes, sir. And then I saw your hand. You had the last word. A few minutes ago, you mentioned that we shouldn't live uh, worried about what other people think. Should not. Uh, but isn't that what shame is? Like uh, that's a good question. You, uh, <laughs> that's a thousand dollar question. You win the prize. Because <laughs> you know, often well, you mention on the show about you know when there's women with wild hair, and like speaking in public, and look at her nappy head, or look at her, she got no shame. You know, so she, obviously she's not worried about what other people think. You know, the same, the same thing with the, the alphabet group, the LGBTQ, but, XYZs, but, whatever. But, they don't but, care about what's so... But they do care. <laughs> the people that wear the hair like, they do care. They are rebelling against white people. Oh, they are yeah. trying to be superior to or, or, or feel equal. So they do care. Mm. Yeah, I mean, cause, because they think that somebody's against them mm-hmm. and, they, and, they, and they resent. Uh, the white people for being against mm-hmm. it in their mind, right? So they're going to prove that they're better than the white man. I just let my hair go napping. Mm-hmm. This is natural. But they yeah. do care because if they didn't care, they wouldn't act out like that. So will that be your new biblical question? What? <laughs> what like what is shame or what's what's shame? What no, is, I'm, uh, I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let me take this first and then this question first right. and then I'll answer that. That is a really, really good statement. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Jesse, how do you know you're playing God? When you, when you judge yourself, when you overreact, when you judge others, when you have fear, you have doubt, you have worry, when you think you know what you want, mm-hmm. when you look outside for the answers, when you remember the scriptures, when you remember the truth, you're playing God. But if you just be then you're not playing God. How do you get rid of anger by forgiving your mother? Forgiving your mother and your father. By getting to know yourself, you realize, wow, look how crazy I am, right? Or for now you say, I, because you have not forgiven. But I, I can't help myself. I'm insecure and I'm this and that. They feel the same way. They can't see either. And when you go and forgive them, God will forgive you. And that's when he would change the heart. And when the heart is changed, you start to grow. You, you have the you have the power of love to grow. I've heard you say before that it's instant, but the wake up period is instant. It's like now if you forgave, you could be awake, right? You and awake is not with words. It's not because I said it, right? It's because you really. I ask God for an example. Let me see myself. 
what was holding me back in life. And he showed me that I had anger in my heart. I resented my mother, right? And I didn't know I resented her because I felt mama's love. I felt that emotion, right? And when he allowed me to see it, that was it. I went and forgave, and I've not looked back since. Okay. Have you Thank forgiven? You. Uh, um, no. No, 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 no. Not my, I haven't had that conversation with my mom. The why one not? That you told me that three months ago when I started coming here. I'm scared. I don't know why. And, and I, the reason you're I'm, scared because she is your God. Whomever you resent become your God. In my because in my culture, well, I don't want to say my culture, but in my parents' culture, because right. I'm an American, right? I was born here, but in their culture, your mom is your everything. It's in every culture, and that's what the problem is. Your mama should not be your everything. God is your everything, right? I and agree. so, to overcome your mama being your everything, you got to forgive her. I need to do that. Yeah, you must forgive her. But yes, my father and I, you know, the story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go forgive your mother. Thank and, you. and I'm telling you, you'll see. I, uh, I was talking to this woman that I'm working with, and she had not taken the Chinese virus thing because she said, you know, she has kids, little kids. Not gonna, did I tell you all this story already? She said she wasn't going to take it. And so she got a job, and the job they wanted to take it, but she said, no, I'm not going to take it. So she was able to work around that. But her family members, when they went together for the holidays, her family said, no, you got to take it. You don't love the kids if you don't take it. Blah, 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 right? And her, and then her husband, family members, pressure her to take it too. They would tell her, oh, what about the children? You got these kids. You should take it. You don't care about other people. You're selfish. And the woman would, uh, eventually, they, by her giving it to them, she took the vaccine. And as a result of that, she had heart problems now. She can hardly go to work. She has no, uh, she has no energy. And she, she thinks she may have to have heart surgery. She had none of that beforehand. And now she can't even t- work to take care of her children. Because she and her husband separated. They're not divorced, but they're separated. And she was trying to get a job. She just got an apartment and everything. And now she can't hardly function because she listened to the outside world. They influenced her. And I'm like, she's like, I know, I know. I should have listened. But she paid a serious price for it, according to her. Everything, her heart is gone. Ain't that something? She said one night she thought she was going to literally die because her heart was out of whack. But she had none of that beforehand. So you got to start being with you, thinking for yourself, meaning living in the present, and, let, and wish the world well. Let them do what they're doing. And don't judge them, though, because they have the, they're dealing with the same spirits. They cannot help it. They literally cannot help it. So stay out of your head, forgive, stay out of your head, and you're going to see that you're free right here, right now. You don't have any problems. The real you have no problems. It doesn't exist. The thing you're listening to have the problems, and you're thinking that it's you. If you don't listen to anything else I say, I want you to test it. Doubt every thought. Don't go with it. And don't name it and claim it as though it's yours or that is you. And you're going to see, how did I ever get to this place? I can't believe I lived this way. You don't have to live this way, folks. You are free. That makes sense? Yes. Anybody disagree with that? 
Really, it's about love. It's about, and so you come out of the wilderness of your imagination. I didn't mean the wilderness out there where white people go camping, right? <laughs> or oh, where the mayor was in the wilderness yelling out to the people. I meant within you. The wilderness is in you. I meant that place. So watch that stuff and just live. And whatever happened in life, let it happen. Let it go through you. Don't hold on to it. Don't fight against it. Don't hold on to it. And just live. And it's going to be amazing for you. All right? Any questions about that? Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah, the shame thing. The thing that feel ashamed is not you. The fact that you think you feel ashamed, you identify with it. You're not identifying with the true man. There is no shame in the true man. There's light in the true man. The true man see and he overcome. He just, he, he see and he overcome the darkness. Really. And when you feel ashamed like that, you object it. You judge the ego thinking that it's you. That's what's going on. In the light, there is no shame. There's nothing but love, nothing but joy, nothing but peace. That makes sense? You judge when you feel ashamed. Oh, I, I got too drunk last night. That's not you. All right? So you're free, folks. You have life right now. But you got to come out of the darkness. You got to come out of the darkness. So here's what I recommend. Let you pray. Stay with the silent prayer. Um, separate from the thought. With the light will separate you. And stop identifying with the ego. It's not my ego. My ego did this. It's not yours. It's the nature of Satan. All right? And so doubt everything. And when you see yourself drifting off in, your, in the head, in the imagination, God said bring every thought into captivity. All thoughts, all lies, all the time about anything. You got to bring it into captivity. Meaning don't listen, right? Just don't worry about it. The light will change it just like that. And you'll grow in the light and you'll be fine. Um, so thank you all for tuning in. I hope that this helped a little bit today. Stop identifying with the not you. It's not your ego. It's the nature of Satan. And everything will be fine. Um, if you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Uh, so you can call the office and you can do it by phone, Skype, or um, what? Walk in. You can make an appointment to come in. Uh, we have our Miss form this week, right? That's amazing that the first Thursday coming up again. The Miss form is every first Thursday night of the month. So this Thursday for men only at 7 p.m. What's the name had uh, had her baby? What's her Linda first name? Linda and Nathan. What? Linda. Linda and Nathan had the baby. Dathan. A nice little girl. Congratulations. <laughs> Amazing. Having white babies. Well, Nathan not white, right? <laughs> but, huh? Her baby's name is Davina. Davina? Davina? Oh, Davina. Hi, Davina. <laughs> Welcome to the world. Thank God your parents are coming together, though. You should have paradise on earth. Um, anything else I'm leaving out, Hermes? Oh, 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 yes, Nick. The new biblical question. Oh, yeah. The new biblical question. I probably already... Are you an evil person? I, do we have any evil people here? Yeah, I, I'm already knowing not the answer. 
Well, we just had the whole discussion about it. But that's the biblical question. Are you an evil person? And again, it's made for you to look at you. Keep your eyes on you. Be your own man. You're going to be your own man and woman this year. Come hell or high water. All right. God bless. You. Oh, we'll read the super chats of D lives tomorrow, right? Yeah. Did you mention men's form? Yeah, men's form this Thursday. We'll read the super chats of D live tomorrow on the radio show. Thank you for it, and thank you for your donations and tithing offering to the church. Stay with you, folks, and God is with you. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you all for coming.